Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. Our focus for the week is to notice life's lack of neediness, the absence of quid pro quo in its offerings. Notice life's infinite availability and exuberant generosity. Notice how everything in life is freely offered. Notice how life doesn't get upset and withhold its gifts just because it isn't sent a thank you card. Notice how being here now for this allows us to be generous and open and gives us the experience of the giver is thankful. Notice how being here now for this makes us aware and appreciative of all that is given. Notice how expansive presence feels in contrast to the miserliness of ego. Notice how much the orientation of not enough is pure egocentricity, as always RL. All right, here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello, this is Jamie in Delaware. Hello, uh, Jamie. I can definitely... Hello. Uh, good to be here. Uh, I can definitely relate to, the, to, to giving and expecting something in return. It goes along with the whole concept that, I, that, that the world is supposed to behave in a certain way. And Ooh, yeah. my sense of being all right or good enough is somewhat dependent on that. Yeah, yeah. Boy, that's that's just it. And uh, and the problem, of course, is no when we're when we're growing up and we're being given that information, right? That that this yeah. is how it is, and this is how it should be, and this is how you need to be. Um, right. That it, it, we're not told that. Yeah, but that's <laughs> it's not really nobody else is gonna see it the way you see it, right? Right, and yeah, that stuff starts very early, and uh, yeah, I, I think maybe there's some fear too because when it starts, I'm afraid. It seems like maybe I was afraid to be uh, who I am, so I oh, yeah. the fear I had to adjust. To yes. be what? Oh, yeah. yeah. So there. Yeah, 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 yeah. A- absolutely. That that's it completely. Because here you are. You come. You come into this spontaneous little being, right? And and at every turn, past about. Well, uh, my aunt said, you know, uh, we can't wait for our children to start walking and talking, and then we spend the rest of the time telling them to sit down and shut up. Right, and and that's that's pretty much it. You know, we hit a certain point, and and we're not adorable any longer. And now you, Jamie, you've got to meet the standards. You can't just I, be however you are. You need to fit in. You need to do it right. You need to, yeah. And so yeah. of course there's fear because there was tremendous rejection and punishment. So, so when so when I give something or when I'm interacting with people, I. I want I want something in return, and it. I, yeah. Then I start interpreting if what they do or don't do. I start interpreting what's in their mind, which is that I have no idea what's in their mind. That's right. We don't. But but again, it takes a good bit of awareness practice to realize that, doesn't it? 
Because yes. for a long time, th- that assumption is just so deep that everybody is working off of the same script. And so you do something nice and generous for somebody, and they, they, don't, they don't respond with, what a wonderful person you are, Jamie, for doing this for me. Then yeah. it just brings up all that old, uh, well, what's going on with them? They don't like me. They don't appreciate me. They don't love me. Uh, there's something wrong with me. I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, I, 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 I see that. It seems like where I am now is, is learning to uh, let go of some of that and love myself yeah. and accept myself right. and others That's right. where I am now. Yes, yes, and, yes. yeah. And you know, Jamie, the, the, the piece of this story that I like so much, um, it, it, as, we, as we have the kinds of realizations that you're having, we get to this place of realizing, yeah, but I, I can be generous because I want to be generous. Right. And that's what, that's what I'm grateful for. Whatever it is for anybody else, right? They may appreciate it. They may not appreciate it. They may, you know, they've got whatever they've got going. But I get to live in the gratitude and generosity that, that I feel that's inside me. Right. And I can let go of some of the fear and that's yep by doing that yeah, uh, so I yeah. Up, I, absolutely Be- because increasingly yeah. you get to experience him jamie as he truly is you experience his heart and and right. then whatever those messages were from long ago we can just recognize them for what they are they just right yeah yeah. And, and breathe, breathing seems to help. Just instead of reacting, it does. <laughs> breathe. Yes. Yeah. Breathe and count. Yeah. Breathe and count a lot. Of- yeah. The old count to ten. <laughs> you know that was that was good advice actually. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, thank you, and, and I'm, I'll keep listening and doing recording and listening and all the other things that help. Yeah. It's, it's it's working. Yeah. It's, it's, not a, it's not a contest, yeah. as you said to me. Once. That's right. That's right. That's right. And there's no, there's nobody, uh, there's no timekeeper, right? We're just, right. we're just where we are, practicing yep. our little hearts out. We're all yeah. where we're supposed to be. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, well. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, and uh, go happy, <laughs> okay. Sherry. Go Eventually, happy. Go happy. Bye. 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 Thanks, Jamie. Sarah, I just so appreciate that we've been so trained that uh, we have to meet the standard in order to be lovable rather than we're inherently lovable. And that's what we're resorting to, that noticing that life is generous inherently implies that we're generous inherently. We don't have to do something in order to be who we are. We are who we are, and then we can do something. Yeah, yeah. You know, if if we had all been... Uh, raised by wise parents, and those of us who are parents, if we had been wise parents, you know, we would have explained to our children, you're perfect exactly the way you are. And in order for society to function, we have these rules and things that we do just because it makes things easier, right? So we don't uh, get drunk and drive in the car because we don't, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with who we are as people. 
But but people didn't know that, and so we weren't taught that, and it all got mushed together into if I don't follow the rules the way the rules were given to me, it makes me a bad person. Takes me back to being three years old, and uh, and so sorting separate sorting that out, you know. Thank you cards are nice, right? People appreciate thank you cards. It doesn't make you a bad person if you don't send one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's the tragedy that you need one to feel like a good person. Yes, exactly. That that is that is truly yeah that is the tragedy yeah yeah. All right, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Ah, uh, hi. This is Kim calling from Vashon. Hey, Kim. So it's really funny that you mentioned the thank you card because that was something really drilled into me. <laughs> Um, by my mom that you, it's like, you know, you maybe have one second before you, uh, that you appreciate the gift and then you must write the thank you note (laughs) or else you're bad. And I just recently started questioning that with everybody who gives gifts, well, not only to me, but to my kids, because in particular, my mom, I'm like, if you're, if you're giving a gift to expect something in return for that, please don't give a gift at this point. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I hope to be also um, following that, you know, uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Say a little bit more, Kim, in terms of, yes, we're questioning it, but... Uh, mm-hmm. That, well, that expectation. It's, so, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was just a little bit. Uh, I'm curious to get that some clarification around the assertion that uh, if you're if you're giving something as in in order to expect something in return, don't give a gift. Say a little bit more about that. Well, that's, I, that's what I've been saying to my mom. If you're giving something and the only reason you're giving it is because you expect a thank you note, please, please, please don't give the gift because if you're not giving from a sense of feeling, you know, what the assignment is saying is feeling grateful for being able to give, if the only reason you're giving something is to get the response back for giving it, uh, this is what I say to my mom, you know, give without strings, I guess, is what I'm saying. Give a gift without strings attached. So, Kim, is it is it interesting for you to look at what goes on for you that is prompting that uh, response? Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, this sort of leads to uh-huh. the other thing that I was that I was seeing with this whole assignment, which is, that somehow um, I have to earn my self worth. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. and it and it becomes a double reverse projection for me. I'm thinking that somebody else is thinking that about me. So yes, to your question. <laughs> uh-huh. So let me make sure I connect the dots. So it, it, you feel pressure, I project, or something. You feel an obligation or a sense of duty. 
in other words, your, your mother's expectation triggers some conditioning in you, which is where the, the reaction is coming from, which is don't give me a gift because if you expect something from me in return. But what's going on for you in that? Right. What's going on for me in that is that um, well, it's the same. It's the projection. Like, I uh-huh. I think I expect if I, if I <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You expect you expect somebody to give you something. In other words, it is the self-worth. So, okay, I guess I think I'm putting it together. That your sense of self-worth is based on perform becomes based on performance. Your mother doesn't think that you're a good person if you don't respond to the gift, and you don't want to be under that pressure of having to respond to a gift, and so there's the pushback, right? That's so it. The, the mm-hmm. point I was trying to make, exactly. So, so what we tend to do, I mean, what we're doing in awareness practice is to be free of our conditioning, because the confusion is. It's my mother's conditioning that's tripping my conditioning. So if I can stop my mother's conditioning, I won't get triggered. Mm-hmm. And what we're doing in practice is really, uh, well, I have to be free of the, con- the pressure that says I, so, so, in, so one possibility, right, is to be able to give a th- say a thank you and not come from that place of pressure in you. Or not say thank you and not feel pressured by the conditioning that you should, right? Yeah. But the change happens in you rather than, that, rather than necessarily pushing back on what your mom's doing. Well, absolutely. And as you say that, I kind of, yeah. I, my conditioning to have somebody thank me for a gift is so strong mm-hmm. that when I send a gift and don't get a thank you, I'm well. I go back to what's wrong with that parent that they didn't teach that kid how to write a thank you, you know? And so I, I see it's it it unravels, and and I I I kind of want to touch on the earn the earn your worth part too because that that's another piece of it where somehow that's a it's again it's it's my own conditioning where I think where I think I have to earn my worth. But I project that onto, right. let's say, my husband, who, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. the bodhisattva. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, well, it's all connected, right? Because we're talking yeah. about sufficiency. No yeah. one has. I mean, you're completely sufficient as you uh, you are, and you're an expression of life that doesn't need to to earn anything because your the sufficiency is that you're alive and you're an expression of life. And yet we're conditioned to believe that that is insufficient. Just be existing is insufficient. Uh, existing as an expression of life is insufficient, and therefore you have to do whatever you've got to do in order to earn something. So we have such heavy voices in our head that's constantly asking us to perform. And so when we encounter someone else who's not performing, it's how do they get to get away with that, and I don't. Yes. Yes. Right? Totally. That double reverse projection you're talking about. I, I, I'm supposed to write a mm-hmm. thank you gift 15 seconds after I get a, a gift, or I'm <laughs> beaten bloody by the voice in my head. So yeah. how do you how do you get away with it? And that's that sense of resentment, right? Because that's that expectation. So my my conditioning is being projected outward onto people, and recognizing all of that as conditioning 
is really what we're becoming aware of because then I don't have to have a choice. In other words, when I notice that I am projecting that on my husband, I can let it go. I could take care of whatever in me is feeling deprived. Yeah. That there's an expectation that the other person, you know, is not judged or whatever else. And so it's a very interesting dynamic, which is why I was exploring that thing with your mom, where we tend to want the other people to change in order for us to be okay. But when mm-hmm. I when I recognize that all I really want is not to be trapped by my conditioning, that if the programming in me wants me to write a thank you gift, it's okay, well, can I do it from a place where I want to write the thank you gift, as Sherry was talking about with Jamie's thank you card, or there's a place in me where I I don't, and I don't get beaten bloody by the voices of self-hate because I chose not to do that, right? It's the conditioning we want want to be free from, not the person's behavior who's triggering that conditioning. I mean, that's, that's what ego is attempting to do. Get rid of everybody in my life so that you're, you're, uh, you're home, stay, home with me so yeah. I can control you at every single moment. And what we're attempting to see is that's the programming. That's the only thing I want to be free from. My behavior not dictated by the conditioning that I'm being subjected to and the beatings that I receive when I don't conform to that conditioning. Absolutely. And I want to be the generosity that doesn't need the thank you note. Like, that's what I'll say, you know, that's what, yeah. Well, the thing is, Kim, you are. You just have to embrace that you are. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. That was so good. You are. We are. We already are. Everything we're... Ego is telling us we have to strive to be. We're already that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's fiendish that it's so hard to get. It's so hard. It's a, such a hard place of letting go the identification to give up that position that someone else needs to be different in order for me to be okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that, that's a right. killer. Well... And again, Ashwini, if I may, uh, that's, that's what we were deeply conditioned with. You know, as, as Buddhists, of course, you know, we talk in terms of lifetimes, not lifetime. But all we need is one. I mean, that is the message that we got from, from every adult and, and peer. If you were different, I would be okay. I'm being the way I am because you're being the way you are. I mean, the, it's just, it, it's just the, what, what do they say? The, the water we swim in? It, it, it's just, yeah. I mean, you can't even, you couldn't even make this argument to most people, right? They would just think you were crazy. Well, of course I feel the way I feel because other people are doing it wrong. Of course. It's obvious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Dana in Alaska. Good morning. Good morning, Dana. What are you seeing? Well, I was just going to move the conversation a tad over to, um, to if only life would be different, then I would be 
good enough. Like, um, I get chronic migraines, and so once a week I'm lying on the couch for most of the day, and, you know, there's a lot of time where the sufficiency is there, and I'm identified with the sufficiency, and it's great, and it doesn't matter what the circumstances are, but then ego inevitably comes in and, and says, um, well, you were cheated, you were supposed to have more, and also there's like mourning that around that I wasn't, like not only was I cheated, but also it's really sad that I wasn't able to have more. And so that's like the, the message. And it, Dana? Yeah. Dana, t t tell me the more. Uh, you mean more in that you shouldn't, you shouldn't be a person who got migraines? Every, not everybody gets, right? They all... Is that the more, or is it is that tangential? There's two of them. One of them is. Oh, okay. One is I had so much potential, you know. Um, oh, and you didn't live up to it. Yeah. So there's and and it wasn't like being judged by other people. It was more like I wanted. There was something I was going to have if I only could have had that. And then the other piece is yeah. just life experience, like more youth, like I want to be out skiing on a, the trail today and I'm, you know, yeah. lying, in here, with lying here with a headache. Okay, so Dana, uh, the, it, do you know what that more is or is it just a vague feeling that you're not quite who you should be? Well, I know exactly what it is. It's to be centered and um, identified with life and not plagued by ego. But at the moment, it's not that I really, when I'm, when I'm present, I know that the more is like ego making stuff up. That if I'll, I mean, what the more would be could be like anything fun and exciting. If it weren't going on. If ego weren't there, you'd have the more. Yeah, I would. I would. I would. Yeah, if the voice telling you you should have had more, you should have more, weren't there, you would realize you have more. Right. And I know that, except I get identified anyway. Someone except when you get identified. Oh, Dana. <laughs> yes. I mean, that, that's the, you know, if we had to boil it all down uh, for all, probably everybody in this practice, uh, it would be that. Right, that's what we're up against. Yeah, I know it. I know what the answer is. I just, when I get identified with ego, I can't reach it. So, so that's, that's one piece of it. Um, and then it, it seems to me, I mean, those, those seem like two, but I suspect they're very much one. Um, because the other place that ego does it to you is when you have a, a headache and then it can... Uh, take you down that road of really having the wrong life. Because, I mean, you could be out skiing. You could be, I mean, there are a lot of things. You, I don't know how old you are, but you've had a lot of one days a week, right? And so that's uh, one-seventh of your life has been spent having a, a, a crippling headache, right? Um, so so there's, there's that. And ego, of course, loves that, just loves that. Because it's possible then to get a person focused on, on what's wrong, right? On the insufficiency, on the, uh, and of course, if life were different, this wouldn't be happening to you. Um, of course, you know, if, if life had not provided an ego for us, then, uh, you know, we'd, we'd all be home free. We'd just be happy all the time. And so, are you with, 
Yes. Do we are we in agreement so far? Okay, good. <laughs> I didn't know if I was just off on my own little tangent here. Um, and and so with that, it seems like it's actually perfect for 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 where you are because it's not like you wanted to be a brain surgeon but you got pregnant when you were 13 and so you didn't. You know, it's not that kind of you you want awakening, right? You you want um, you want presence. You, you want to be at one with life all the time. True? Yeah, and I think if I am there, then it doesn't really matter whether I'm skiing out on a sunny day in the tundra. That's right. That's right. But my point, Dana, is that you are farther ahead in the game than, than ego wants you to realize because you don't want stuff. You want life. Right. And, and my projection, okay, you can just tell me at some point if this is true. What life is saying to you is, Dana, be with me now. Be yeah. with me now. Be with me now. Mm-hmm. Okay? So instead of, well, I'm identified with ego, and life is over there gently, softly, that still small voice saying, but be with me now. Be with me when you're identified with ego. Be with me when you have a migraine. Be with me when you're feeling upset. Be with me when you're sad. Be with me. Be with me. Always be with me. Whatever is happening. Yes, it is. And it's, it's not connected to circumstances. Like, I've, I've oh. been watching this, and sometimes I... When it's trying, obviously, it's ego trying to go to life, and then I get the next thing I get is like, oh well, this is still a pale version of life, you know, um, what do you call it, like sour grapes, you know. But um, and and it's just it's a blockage, and it's there so I can work with it. And um, that's it. Yeah, that's it exactly. And now, now what I, I'm hoping that you will actually, whatever is going on, your, your practice, your focus is going to be listening for that still small voice whispering, be with me now. And you'll hear it because it's always there. Yeah, time to make a recording. Can't wait. Thank you, Nana. Yeah, thanks, Sherry. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah. Dana, Sherry, we can squeeze. Ah. Yes, I was just double muted. We can squeeze in one more caller, so let's do that. Next caller. Yes, All right. Live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Dan in Minnesota. Hey, Dan. Hey. Uh, wow. Um, I've been looking at. Uh, so over the past few weeks, uh, in, including this week, I've been looking at the moments when, uh, I mean, they're, the, they're the very common moments where I get identified in, in, in the course of today's call, thinking about somebody else should be different, and if they weren't, you know, because they're not being different, I have to be identified, basically, as a story, right? And then the, the generosity <laughs> I'm looking at is those, yes. is, those, is, those few, is those few moments when, their same behavior happens, but I don't get identified, 
right? That little bit of grace that we're sort of practicing for that happens more and more often and just how fantastic an experience that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The generosity that you experience as you when that happens. Well, I, actually, I, is that uh, yes. yes, but that's not how I was, how, how I was uh, seeing it. It uh-huh. was more the generosity of life to me mm-hmm. to give me that experience of not having to go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and and it's, it's also circular, right, Dan, because it's based on what you're identified with, that there's a way in which when it feels like something that is received because we feel so much at the mercy of conditioning, right, because it's done to me all the time. Yeah. That it, it, it's actually a double movement first. First, you've got to go, oh, wow, it feels so good that I didn't get triggered. And then to acknowledge, wow, that is, that is what this is, the untriggered experience of yeah. existence. Right. And it's, you know, and it's, it's yeah. a gift to me. It's a gift to everybody around me. You know, it's, um, it's, a, it's, just, uh, it's just great. And it's very, it's mo- very motivating. You know, pra- practice more yeah. to have that happen more often. Yeah. That's right. Because it does happen. And the way you phrased it is it happens more and more. It's not that I'm practicing something, but if I'm practicing, that that itself is the generosity so that this expression of life can know itself and, and, and can offer itself to everybody and receive itself, right? Exactly. It's, it's, it's exactly. All, yep. all happens in showing up and practicing, and it's yeah. such an experience of grace. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. It's very good. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, thank you. So just one little comment on that. Well, if I may, one little comment on that that conversation that you two just had, because uh, I think what was being pointed out is so important. Um, We feel as if uh, that gift comes from outside rather than realizing that the, the, what has happened is that we are with our authentic nature. We're, we're actually present, and that's, what that, that's the unconditional. We're actually experiencing who we really are. So as Dan says, practice more to have that experience uh, and, and to remember that what we're experiencing is who we are, what we are not, uh, you know, the, the uh, subject-object is so, uh, we're so conditioned to the subject-object that it seems like something outside, life is outside me, and it's providing an experience for me, rather than life is me. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, wonderful. Eager for tomorrow. Okay, eager for today. Thank you, Ashwini. Go happy.